You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today I am going to be doing a short show with you, but we're going to be talking about um, Rare Disease Day that just passed um, on February 28th and um, about rare diseases um, in general and some, some really great resources, especially since with with rare diseases, it's actually a lot better for us to come together and fight together as um, a lot of rare diseases don't, I mean, they're rare. They don't have a lot of people, and so there's not a lot of understanding of what's going on. Um, so there is a day every year um, dedicated to rare diseases and coming together um, in all these different countries um, across the globe and um, just helping to advocate for rare diseases. So I'm going to start the show off with um, just information about what a rare disease is. Um, this resource comes from rarediseases.org um, and just provides, a, you know, some basic information about what rare diseases are. So I'm going to start with that. And then I want to talk a little bit about some really good resources I found um, basically through an NIH event, a virtual event that happened on Monday for rare diseases. Um, and it was just a very good virtual event through the NIH. Um, so I just, I'm going to talk about that today. So um, let's start off with what is a rare disease. Um, and you might be asking why I'm talking about rare disease. Huntington's disease is considered a rare disease. Um, and so, you know, we are able to partner with other rare diseases to work on research and um, do advocacy work and all of that and just have these, this great rare disease community. Um, so let's start with what is considered a rare disease. There are over 300 million people living with one or more of over 6,000 identified rare diseases around the world. Um, each rare disease may only affect a handful of people, uh, but taken together, the number of people directly affected is equivalent to the population of the world's third largest country. The rare diseases currently affect 3.5 to 5.9% of the worldwide population, 72% of rare diseases are genetic, while other are the result of infections, allergies, or environmental causes, and are degenerative and proliferative. 70% of those genetic rare diseases start in childhood. The, um, the other thing that I'm finding as I'm reading about the specifics about rare diseases is that um, it's actually defined differently in, in different countries. So in the U.S., 
severe disease is defined as um, any disease or condition that affects fewer than 200,000 people in the United States, so about 1 in 1,500 people. Um, in Japan, the legal definition of a rare disease is one that affects fewer than 50,000 patients or 1 in 2,500 people. And then um, the European Commission on Public Health defines rare diseases as life-threatening or chronically debilitating diseases, which are of such low prevalence that special combined efforts are needed to address them. And then they determine the low prevalence um, as generally meaning fewer than one in 2,000 people. Um, so it's interesting that it is described differently um, in different countries, and that's something to remember depending on what country you're um, in for, you know, for the purpose of research and uh, things like that. Um, but overall, a rare disease is defined as one that affects fewer than 200,000 people across a broad range of possible disorders. Um, uh, or common challenges with rare diseases. Characteristics, again, would be uh, there's over 6,000 rare diseases. And so they, there's a wide variety of characteristics for each rare disease, and that's where um, having a, a resource that, you know, kind of lists all of those things and how you can figure out symptoms and uh, really help. Um, so I'm going to provide some of that. That will also be listed on our show page. So common challenges with rare diseases are the lack of scientific knowledge and quality information on the diseases, which often results in a delay of diagnosis. Um, also, the need for appropriate quality health care uh, engenders inequalities and difficulties in access to treatment and care, which often results in heavy social and financial burdens. And while I was doing my research, the other thing that I found was the, um, I just I find these little facts interesting, so I'm sharing them with you. Um, with only three diagnosed patients in 27 years, the rarest known genetic disease is ribose-5-phosphate isomerous, defici isomerous deficiency. Um, and I think that's crazy. And there's still stuff being identified, obviously. Um, so let me go to uh, this NIH conference that happened this week on Monday. So they did it on March 1st. It was great, great um, thing they had. It's a virtual conference. They had posters. You were able to communicate with speakers. Um, and there's a lot of um, resources that they provided. So I kind of wanted to just go over a big one for me because I've been on there to look up information. Um, it was very easy to navigate. So um, I just feel like it would be um, appropriate to share for those looking at rare diseases. Um, and it provides, it's a website from um, NCAT um, community resources. Um, it's updated information on nearly 7,000 rare or genetic diseases in the service center with available genetic counselors. And um, 
It's called Genetic and Rare Diseases Information Center, or GARD. The program of the National Center for Advancing Translational Sciences, and it's funded um, by the NIH. And it's just amazing. So they break everything down um, through patients, families, and friends, healthcare professionals, researchers, and then teachers and students. And you can actually go on there, and they've got a database of um, diseases that are rare, and you can it provides you with information on those diseases. It provides advocacy, advocacy organizations, um, information on how to speed research. It's just a really, really good resource. Um, and it's also very interesting to see the list of um, um, rare diseases. Um, there was actually an article on here that I was reading for Goucher disease, and it's how a rare disease provides a window into common neurodegenerative disorders. So it's just a really good place to look up you know, other things that could relate back to Huntington's and neurodegenerative disorders and realizing that um, we're not alone in, in the rare disease fight and all of the things that we deal with um, and trying to get things um, passed or um, research done and getting good treatment. There are other rare disease communities that are just fighting the same fight and they understand and it's just a really good resource, another great community to be a part of. Um, and so I would strongly encourage you to go to the link I put on the show page with the information um, to check out um, the rare disease community. You can also go on to um, Facebook or Twitter uh, and um, find groups about rare diseases. Um, and then what Rare Disease Day is, um, which is, you know, what this originally was about. So what Rare Disease Day is, is it's the last day in February um, that focuses on um, focuses on bringing together the rare disease community um, to raise awareness amongst the public and, and um, decision makers about rare diseases and their impact on patients' lives. Um, this website, the rarediseaseday.org website, is just a, like so much information. It's amazing. Um, like you co to the main page, and it will actually give you, um, there's a really cool video for Rare Disease Day 2021, um, and it's Meet Our Six Heroes from Six Continents, All Living with a Rare Disease, and I'll share that on Facebook and Twitter as well, but it gives you right there on the first page, really easy to find, 300 million people with rare diseases. 103 countries with events, thousands of events worldwide, and 1,200 stories to discover. And you can actually go on as somebody with Huntington um, or as a caregiver, and you can go on and share your story and be part of this rare disease community and um, help to bring awareness 
that way as well. And so I just love it. Love this website. Um, I love this rare disease day every single year. Um, you know, this is, this is a global thing and you can easily find events. A lot of events right now, of course, are virtual, um, which I will be talking about specific Huntington's events this month, um, such as the um, HDO Congress uh, event that is virtual, the Help for HD Hype event that is virtual um, this month, and um, HDSA will be doing their annual uh, conference virtually as well this year. Um, so I'll be talking about that uh, in a different show and kind of um, breaking that down and how you can register. Um, I think that some really – I love the virtual events because it really opens it up to absolutely everybody. It's a very fun thing to do. I'm really looking forward to the HDO event um, and how that is going to um, work and um, just the fact that so many young people are going to be able to connect and participate in that event uh, worldwide. It's going to be really, really great. Really looking forward to our Help for HD event as well and our um, – HD Mythbusters series. Anyways, back to rare disease. I'm sorry about that. Um, rare disease day. Um, the hashtag for it is hashtag show your stripes. And you'll see people um, refer to zebras. And um, and you should definitely go and look that up and, and see why. It's very interesting. Um but one thing to remember is, you know, we're not limited to one day when it comes to rare diseases. We need to be talking every single day and really spreading awareness. Um, so do not be afraid to speak up and show your stripes any time of the year. Um, and uh, go to those rare disease um, websites and see how you can participate and get involved and share your story through those places as well. So it's not just limited to our Huntington's um, family. Um, and we really can bring out um, what we're dealing with and connect with the rare disease community. I also want to point out, guys, um, since International Women's Day is coming up, um, I thought it was very important. It's coming up on, on Monday. Um, so I thought it was very important to to recognize the women in our community, in our HD community, who are caregivers. And the reason I'm doing this is because one in five adults are caregivers. Of that, 58% of them are women. 20% of that are 65 years or older. Um, and nearly 10% are providing care to someone with dementia. So, I really wanted to take a, a minute and just, you know, say celebrate the caregivers in your life. Um, and, you know, we're, we are dealing with a very difficult disease. Um, but especially on International Women's Day, let's take a moment to, to thank the women in our lives and to recognize um, their strength and, um, and how far uh, women have come with, with rights and and advocacy and just um, just everything. Um, I love International Women's Day as well as Rare Disease Day, if you can't tell. So I just wanted to take a minute because I really thought that it was 
important to, to recognize International Women's Day as well. Anyway, that is going to be our show for today. Um, you know, I was going to keep it short and sweet. This is all information that you can go look up. Um, I definitely um, think it's worth looking up rare diseases and seeing how people are affected by those other rare diseases and realize that there are other, you know, things out there that um, that they need support as well and we can come together as a community. Um, if you know me, you know that I'm all about whatever support we can get, right? It's It's not one or the other it's we're all in this together and um we all have to um work together and and to be able to find a cure to have better quality of life um so it's just another great way for us to come together um and and support each other to be able to get the things that we need uh in the Huntington's community and the rare disease community um, so with that said, I will leave it there. I, um, will talk to you guys on the next show about the HD events coming up, um, and what to look forward to. We're also going to be talking, um, to the CEO of Adira Foundation this month about, um, how he helped the Huntington's community. So definitely look for that show this month, and um, I will talk to you guys later. You have a great week, and take care. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.helpforhd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.